0: Hello, this is Pop Cultural Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Kiros. I am one-third of Cubed, and I am being joined today by my other two brothers.
1: Yes, Jacob Kiros is right here, present. Jacob,
2: stop playing with that water bottle, man. You're polluting the bottle. audio. And me, uh, <laughs> JQ, you know. Um, hopefully today I'm not screaming into the mic as much, and hopefully I sound decent, because uh, yeah. we're doing this episode have to over
1: Zoom. way.
2: They had to send me long. away. I'm, I'm hoping that the charges
1: don't hold, but um, like we'll, we'll see hoping, how it We're hoping uh, like four four thousand miles is like enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: we are recording this virtually or remotely. Yeah. They told me, me that happen? was for,
2: They told me I'm far away enough from the elderly home. It's okay, guys.
0: Dalton <laughs> so went back to went back to college, Jeez. and he's out of town.
2: So. Thank you is back to school and loving it. Shout out to all the peeps who are actually listening from here for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks to that 90% of the user base who listened. Also, do fight. not
1: fact check me on how many miles Omaha and Vanderbilt
0: are Alright, so one new story to talk about at the beginning of the show. Um, a new Spider-Man trilogy was teased Ooh, so Amy Pascal, producer of uh, Sony, used to run the studio before uh, North Korea leaked shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, She basically said um, that this is not the last movie they are going to make with Marvel, not the last Spider-Man movie. They're getting ready to make the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Marvel. They're thinking of this as three films, the first Homecoming trilogy, and now they're going to go to the next three movies. Not the last of the MCU movies, and it says Marvel and Sony are going to continue as partners. Now, later on, the Hollywood Reporter did put out that Sony reps were telling him that nothing was finalized yet. So who knows? Amy Pascal may have been talking out of her ass, but let's act like she wasn't. What do we think about the potential of a Spider-Man college trilogy?
2: Well, I remember a, a rumor that was floating around a while back before Tom Holland like briefly left left. Uh, the Spider-Man girl after Far From Home because, you know, there's the entire Sony-Marvel debacle. Like, people were talking about um, Tom Holland having three sets of trilogies, which is one yeah. is a high school trilogy, one is a college trilogy, and one's the adult trilogy. I, for one, kind of like that idea. I like the idea of finally being able to explore a Spider-Man, like a single Spider-Man through, like, various parts of his life. And I like the idea of going from high school maybe, and maybe getting more... Um, like getting like a deeper or darker kind of sense of Spider-Man in the next few movies yeah. as well. Cause now that he's out of high school, he's facing the real world. What is, what is he putting up with? Um, Mr. Stark is no longer there to fund him. So if this man moves into an apartment, he's probably screwed. <laughs> so I'm like, we can start to maybe dive into elements of the character that certain assholes like uh, uh <clears throat> high top, um. <laughs> complain about constantly, but you know. Stop, no call outs. <laughs> I call out high top. I'm going to call out high top in every one of these episodes until he responds. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god. Yeah. Jacob, what are your thoughts on? Probably going to have that? to send him to him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> He'll get have to uh, be like, "Hey, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like I like the idea of three trilogies. I don't know. Um I I definitely think they should have a darker tone cuz like The three movies, like Tom Holland, with Tom Holland, are like all uh, they—they're more like a a lighter tone and all that stuff. So I think like it would be cool and interesting to explore a different side.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, It'd be very interesting to get more of that uh, down on his luck, Peter Parker, because I think that's the direction they'd be heading in. In this next trilogy, and you know, give me Wilson Fisk, give me Kingpin, live action Kingpin fighting Spider Man. It is time for that. Um, we need that.
2: I'm hoping they're, uh, I hope that they bring back uh, Mr. Dickovich. Um, oh, to get rent from this
0: Spider Man, too. Yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah, same, same actor, same (laughs) actor,
0: you know. He's un- irreplaceable, just like uh, JK Simmons. So, I don't know. <laughs> All right, today's episode, um, we are moving on to the Andrew Garfield phase of our Spider Man rewatch, Whoa! and we are going to do The Amazing Spider Man,
1: oh. uh, the
0: 2012 film directed by Mark Webb. Um, uh, uh, uh. so yeah, funny fun. So, I mean, so this his, one, this, his this last movie, name is Webb. This movie came about um, because Sony wanted to hold on to the rights, and Spider-Man Four was not moving fast enough for Raimi, unfortunately. So Raimi left that project, and they ended up rebooting it. Um, and this movie, unfortunately, is worse than I remembered um, when I watched it back in 2012. I don't know if that's the sense everyone else got. Yeah,
2: This a lot worse, sadly. It's like, felt like a decent movie it's just not what I remember it being oh it's
0: decent um so it's a tale of two halves with this thing I feel the first half is a really bad diet Coke type retelling of Spider-man with Toby Maguire. I,
2: I disagree I disagree
0: uh, we'll get into that this and is, then, no no
2: no, no 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 I disagree because it's I don't think it's diet Coke I think it's like a like a mark like a great value equivalent of cola (laughs) that's attempting to be (laughs) (laughs) it's actually awful i can't believe they even attempted to 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 retread that story at all
0: (laughs) but then like the second half when it's just like spiky action and him going up against lizard it's halfway entertaining it's pretty good especially because the visual effects in this thing are amazing the amazing spider-man movies we're probably gonna like geek out about this a lot but they have amazing vfx
2: except especially
1: the second
0: one yeah
2: all
1: They've right got some so, incredible
2: stuff going for
0: them. yeah let's get into this um so we opened the movie with the biggest change well one of the bigger changes they made to this adaption peter parker's parents are used in this film i know that one of us has really strong thoughts about this plot line so i'm just going to let jq take it from here
2: you see, I was, you see, this time I politely raised my hand and waited my turn. <laughs> Um. So, to put it lightly, Peter, Peter's parents ruined this movie. They ruined both of these movies. They are a fundamentally flawed aspect of this, of this new, of this reboot. And it really feels like the, the only reason that they're there is because they're like, guys, look. We're basically retreading the entire origin plot. So we have to do something different. Let's put the parents in there. What are Peter's parents like? I don't give a damn about Peter's parents. Get them get them out of here.
0: To be fair, this was not a Sony creation. <laughs> Peter's parents, in the comics, they are S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, yeah. How many times no, do they, they are... get mentioned? How many times do they get mentioned in modern comics? Not in many
0: notable Spider-Man stories. I will acknowledge that. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could have worked. No, if they would have done it differently. personally. I, I don't no. think
1: it could've worked too. No.
0: I just think like they kept it too mysterious. I think they were doing like an entire trilogy and you're gonna slowly reveal aspects
2: of it. No, they, no mm-hmm. no. I, I, I it's think a deep, it's a, yeah. I think it's a fundamentally flawed idea. Um, I mean I, the entire I, idea
0: if they would have made them spies I think it would have worked what they did hear though is they made them Oscorp scientists and uh, spoiler alert for the second movie I guess we're going into that one too a bit um, they are it's revealed that uh, Peter Peter's dad um, used his own DNA in the spiders I mean that's a whole separate rant I will go on with yeah. movie two but it takes away the everyman quality of Spider Man.
2: Ruben, 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 a rant we will go on. Don't exclude me from this. I'm a. Well, I I, know how you felt? I, Ruben, are you serious? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. Mean...
1: I think we'll all have a rant. Uh, in this, uh... Oh, I can't wait to hear
2: Jacob's opinions on, on a certain scene. But I mean, I'm Russian. I'm Russian. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Right. so, so We have that introduction scene.
0: We move on to Peter Parker in high school. Now, one of my biggest issues with this movie is how they wrote Peter Parker. They wrote him as this too cool for school kid who happens to be smart but he's also like skateboarding. We get like full-ass sequences of Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker skateboarding. Which, you know, as I said, a choice. A choice. Um, that for I think sure. was a A bad choice, because it takes away from, like, the Peter Parker that you, like, know from the comics, who is down on his luck, who doesn't seem to, like, always enjoy, like, school or how his life is going. We do still get some of that, but I feel like adding the skateboarding aspect um, takes away from that. I don't know what you guys think.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, and I'll move it to Jacob after this, because I don't have much to say about this. Well, I do I, I do have a big opinion about it, but it's like, I can summarize it. Essentially, I think, um, I honestly, I, I have to disagree to some extent on the way that Peter's written in this movie. And we talked about this prior to the podcast. I uh, This might be a controversial opinion, and I might as well just lay it out right now that we're introducing Peter's character. I think Andrew Garfield was the best actor that portrays Spider-Man. Um like did they give him the material that he needed to actually fully shine in these movies? Not even close. <laughs> they really they really did my boy dirty, but the the things that work work so well that it looks like you're you're really experiencing like a comic book panel brought to life. But yeah, the skateboarding thing is dumb. I remember the the first note I wrote as soon as that scene came up was Okay, first off, dumb pop culture song. I don't know what that song was, but <laughs> this, this movie has a problem with picking with picking its um Music. with picking its pop its its pop yeah. songs or Both picking of its them. like yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> I, I have my entire opinions on that uh, because of my because of my like education in film soundtrack to some degree. But anyway, my point is that Other than that, that skateboard scene just felt so weird. I like the moment when he's swinging from chain to chain in that scene. I know we're moving ahead there, Um, but like, cause I like that idea of him being like, oh yeah, like swinging, I'm getting used to this. But him skateboarding is not Peter Parker. Like if you removed the skateboarding angle completely, you'd have like a a pretty decent Peter. Cause I think Andrew does awkward really good I, I love the way he kind of like stutters through his sentences at times yeah he's like he kind of comes off as too cool for school um and maybe a little too good looking to be peter parker but yeah, like, they're too old to be
0: peter parker still why are we trying to make these 20 something year old kids look like high schoolers
1: it's not, just, it's not just peter parker though like everyone in that school is like they're not high schoolers I'm sorry, oh,
2: but it's, it, it's worse than the Raimi movies. Don't you yeah. agree, Jacob? It ha- it's yeah, no, worse than no,
1: no. the... Yeah, it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. Flash Jackson, Thompson wait, in
2: this...
0: Yeah. Hold on. He Jacob. looks like a grown-ass man! <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Jacob, what are your thoughts on Peter Parker's portrayal in um, this?
1: I mean, I honestly think, like, the skateboard was a little much. And, like, considering the fact that it breaks, like, halfway through the movie, you know, like, in that fight in the subway... Like, there's no point in having it. I don't see. The, I don't see the point. There's, there's really no point. But I like. I agree with Jonathan. Like, I think is uh, like that the the shy aspect of uh, Peter Parker. Like, uh, I think Andrew Garfield like captures that pretty well uh, in these movies. So, like, I I definitely think they did a good job there. Yeah.
0: All right, and now going back to Flash Thompson. Which JQ was starting to talk about. Um, best portrayal of Flash Thompson in live yes. action, I would say. Yes.
2: yes with absolutely. the
0: Homecoming movies, they went the complete opposite direction. They adapted what they see as a modern bully. Like this and it short, works. It works. This short little yeah. kid who like torments Peter. It works. It works. But here, it's the most accurate portrayal of Flash Thompson as he is in the comics, I'd say. Like a um, bully with heart. fully with heart and i don't know if they did that on purpose because avi wanted to stick venom again in this franchise but didn't get the chance to make flash thompson venom (sighs) so he made him more of an anti-hero but besides the point (laughs) it worked it worked really well in this movie I,
2: i really liked him in this movie um yeah like over and over again i gotta say he's the best portrayal like the closest thing to the comic books is um we'll get to the scene that 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 i'm alluding to later but like you know when he meets peter in the hallway peter like slams him against the locker and he's like dude i'm sorry i'm sorry like it's just like oh my god like that moment the 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 cast for this movie is incredible and which is why it's even worse that they wasted all of them (laughs) oscar oscar
0: winner emma stone no Martin has Martin Sheen won an Oscar?
2: I he I think he was at least nominated for Apocalypse now, right? Nominated at least. Sally Field,
0: I think, nominated. I don't know if she won, but nominated for sure. Sally Field as Aunt May. You got Andrew Garfield multi-time Academy Award Academy Award nominee. I mean, geez, just those four as your like primarily lead and supporting characters. Yeah,
2: and they wasted two of them completely outright, essentially.
0: And then Dennis Leary's also in this as Captain Stacy, and even though you know he's not an acclaimed actor, he does a really good job yeah. in this. Yeah.
2: Uh, what do you guys think about uh, Andrew's voice in this movie? Oh, the like, accent.
1: The, the yeah, because I. The accent, because um. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I I could get over it. I don't yeah, know. I thought it was actually
2: pretty good. I just bring it yeah. up because um, if you guys want to, obviously there are a lot of. Uh, people have already critiqued or talked about this movie. It's one of them, right. Cosmonaut, who I've brought up in the in the Ramy episodes, and he just absolutely hates the accent uh, for some reason. I think it works. I don't think it's too New York New Yorkin. That can't be a word. It's not. It's not overdone. New I don't think New Yorker. Think- yeah, yeah. It's not as overdone as as he says it is um i think it works honestly i think it adds to kind of the charm of peter because he, he he's just like this this <laughs> this like really young and uppity kid and like I, I just love that also high school like okay so here's the thing here's here's the thing fellow listeners um all of us went to an all-boys catholic jesuit high school or as i like to call it the atheist factory. Um, <laughs> and uh, so so like i can't 100 percent say how accurate this portrayal of high school is uh, <laughs> but that introduction scene was just so wacky where some of the things have like the couple making out in the in, in the hallway <laughs> that can't be an actual thing yeah. that can't actually happen i want it's
0: probably an actual thing
2: Leave it, leave in the comments. Oh, wait, no, this is a podcast. <laughs> send send a, send a letter to our, the P.O. box shown on the screen. Wait, shit, it's still a podcast. Okay. <laughs> shit! <laughs> My point is, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, it's just, ugh, I don't know, man. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> moving on to the introduction of uh, Aunt May and and uh, this movie's rendition of Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a goddamn shame that that Sheen has to compete with Cliff Robertson, cause goddamn, like there's not much else you can do with that character after what Raimi did.
0: But he did a really good job, I think.
2: You know well, what he, he was given. Yeah,
0: it was his own angle on it. You know, it was completely so, different. Now the, it was written a little differently, but it's like you know Uncle Ben back. that has more tough love to Peter. Yeah, but little My,
2: little no, I. I like the tough love. I just don't think he's given much in this movie before the faded scene. Like, he's, he's he literally just, he doesn't have anything. He's just kind of standing there and he's like, Peter, hello. They brought me back for this reboot because, well, someone's got to die.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I feel like his screen time compared to Cliff Roberts' screen time would be shockingly close. Like, Cliff wasn't in that first movie that much. He has yeah, a but his- notable great scene. That you needed to set up the entire movie, I acknowledge that, but I feel like their screen time was pretty close. I feel like maybe the issue would be if it's not used properly. Then,
1: but technically, he's in all three movies, Ruben, for the Raimi.
2: uh, Yeah,
0: that Uncle Ben is in all three movies, technically.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. the God, I am. I am probably gonna get shit for this opinion. Um, Oh boy, especially from. Uh, a certain uh, YouTuber named after a shoe. Um... (laughs) Stop with the call-outs, GQ. (laughs) Um, That certain YouTuber uh, named after a shoe uh, constantly complains about the lack of Uncle Ben in the Tom Holland trilogies, and he says that he's completely underutilized. I'd like to counter. Um, This is the worst. This movie is more harmful towards uncle ben than the tom holland movies because the tom holland movies may not mention him at all but uncle ben dies and then he's maybe brought up once or twice because the main focus is on peter's parents and what the peter's peter's parents do and whatnot and you only get these glimpses of uncle but it's a waste of the character why even bring him in if you're not going to focus on him i feel like that's worse than not including him at all and yeah. i, I, I they should have done yeah, one no. or the other.
1: I think.
0: Should they have done just having a single aunt? I guess Aunt May's by herself when Peter's parents drop him off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As have it an be alternative. That, yeah, have it be that Uncle Ben maybe like, like died beforehand, um, so Peter has an absence of father figure of a father figure, and then you can use that to craft your villains. Because that entire idea of of like Peter's father figures or. Like Peter's lack of like guidance or authority or or like or like a, a meaningful role model in his life is what is such a powerful tool to create like compelling villains with compelling uh, motivations, which another thing we'll get to. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's, <laughs> about- let's save the lizard talk for for a little later. Yeah. Um, the big issue I think with this first chunk of the movie is everyone makes stupid ass decisions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Peter, the way he gets towards the radioactive spider is going to ultimately give him his powers
2: is... Okay, wait, 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 wait. before you get to that, before you get yeah. to that. I'd like to point out that Peter Parker uh, stole some Latino's chance of rising to the top. Uh, <laughs> that man, you know what I'm talking about. That man got dragged, all right? They saw that he was brown and they said, nah, fam, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I am upset about that. I'm legitimately upset that Peter was just like, he saw that happen and he was just like, well. <laughs> that, we could have got a Latino Spider-Man, is what I'm saying. That man could have I... wandered into the spider room, got it bitten.
0: We got half Latino Spider-Man, baby. Miles Morales. Let's
2: go, Miles.
0: <laughs> All right. <They> try... <laughs> Jacob, anything to add before I go to...
1: No, no, I mean... I don't really have anything to add there. I mean, he just, what, what, he just, you want me to talk about like how he gets into that room? You know what? Yeah, you
0: can go off off on that.
1: So, like, uh, he's like on this tour, like with Gwen Stacy, right?
0: He sneaks onto the tour. He
1: sneaks onto the tour as someone else, right? Steals some Latinos' chance of rising to the (laughs) top.
0: Steals the Latinos' name. Name tag, although it is possible the Latino would have followed the rules and not gone into the exactly. room with the radioactive spiders. Okay, GQ.
2: True. And to be fair, Andrew Garfield did, did play, play a Brazilian in the social network. So maybe, I mean, maybe he looks Hispanic.
1: You know what I mean? It could have easily confused.
0: We're all shape- different shades, JQ. <laughs>
1: Let through right. anyway. He uh, takes a little detour shine. off the tour, or after, yeah, you know what I mean. That was kind of redundant anyway. He goes, a detour, if you will, yeah, a detour. Yeah, <laughs> God. shut up. I'm up pie today. All right, he goes into this room full of like, does it have like spider webs in it, or just spiders? it just has a yeah. bunch
0: of spiders in containers. in containers, and he's just like following. He basically runs into, what's that scientist's name? Or at least the actor. It's, God, Jonathan, do you have the name of the actor?
2: Um, Isn't that the the Bollywood guy that died a few years ago?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I don't have his name written down.
2: No, I, you you know what? Okay, I'm going to be real with you, listening audience. Uh, I was going to look up the name, but then I'm like, nah, Ruben will get it. That's Ruben's thing. So uh, I blame (laughs) Ruben for not looking this up.
0: <laughs> yeah of course blame me a little pain um, the yeah. actor the actor's name is uh, Riz Ifra- Ifans um, no that is Kirk Connors that is my bad sorry
2: Richard, is. <laughs> we're going to edit all this out alright um. <laughs> No, this is stated. in this is stated. in alright Irafan, Irafan
0: Khan is the actor's name there okay. we he know. plays Rajit Rafa is the character's name. So Peter Parker runs into this guy, he drops a folder and he sees the same logo that was in his uh, dad's briefcase at the beginning he, of the movie that he like found in the basement, yeah, with Uncle yeah. Ben. And then he follows this guy into a secure area. They have this cool little padlock though, like instead of numbers it's like this dragging circles thing that unlocked the room. So I thought dumb. that was I thought it was neat.
2: That's a Spider-Man PS4 minigame. I'm not going to hear it. I got to get in the room. Bling, bling, bling.
0: <laughs> all right. So he follows him in and then he accidentally releases all the spiders. All the spiders drop on him and he gets bit in that way. So just a comedy of errors that had to happen for him to get Spider-Man powers. Um, and then it's revealed in the second movie, you know, it's all for nothing. Cause if another kid would have snuck in that room and they wouldn't have done spider powers. So he just Dude. happened to sneak in the room and his father happened to use his DNA all circumstantial
2: before we even, even before considering the fact that it's his father's DNA and those no spiders, the fact that Peter doesn't get bitten by complete accident to begin with is disappointing. Cause uh, in the Raimi movies, he's just kind of taking pictures and this spider wanders around, bites him. It could have happened to anyone in this movie you had you had to have a parent in oscorp you had to sneak in on the tour you had to wander off you have to for some reason pluck a web and then like he gets like he's searching for answers and is just bitten by happenstance is what i'm saying because like the entire point of spider-man is that this could happen to literally anyone um, every man yeah the every man and we're gonna get to this a lot more in the second movie because i got yep thoughts on that train scene um but like, ugh. Yeah, it completely defeats the the main message of Spider-Man, which is that it's the everman it's something that Spider-Verse covers so beautifully. Anyone could wear the mask, you could wear the mask. Any it's like it just happens to be Miles, it just happens to be Peter, it just happens to be Gwen or Penny or Peter Porker, whatever, you know? It just happens to be that. But anyone could do this essentially, is what they're saying. And that kind of defeats this entire concept of that. I didn't to want go. to derail the conversation, but yeah. Anyway, another thing, um, and I think I can bring this up in this instance for sure. Um, I like Peter's showcase of intelligence in these movies. I like the gadgets, that, like the, the lock that he creates for his room. I like kind of all this experimentation that we see him undergoing, especially when it comes later in the movie. But I don't know if you guys noticed this. He sees the webs in, the, in this. He sees like the synthetic webs in this scene when he's walking into the spider thing. And he doesn't invent the webs in these movies, I'm pretty no, sure. No, he doesn't. Well, he, he doesn't. invents like, the,
0: the webs. Yeah, he invents the web shooter and then alters uh, the fluid because the fluid was just this one wire. And he alters it so it breaks apart like a spider yeah. web.
1: Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't invent the about... actual
0: material.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. It was a bit mixed. Um, I, what did I say here? Don't know how I feel about Peter seeing the webs ahead of time. He so should figure that out on, like, alone. Um, I don't know. This movie, these, this movie franchise is obsessed with, uh, what I call, um, uh, showcase, showcase powers in which you have this item in a glass case that, <laughs>
3: oh my God. That, that could,
2: I... that will give its user great power. Again another thing i feel like any conversation we have about this first movie is gonna slightly drag in things that we hated from the second just because like this movie in and of itself i'm sorry guys kind of mediocre overall Um, they're
0: super linked there's more to talk about with the second one for sure i think the highs in the second one are higher than anything in this movie
2: yeah yes absolutely yeah um what do you guys think about the train scene on his way back
1: from uh the, oh uh, so I don't the like editing it. was awful the, I don't know what the, ed- the
2: hell happened happened there <laughs> the editing was actually horrendous I like the concept of it I like how apologetic yeah. Peter is when he's accidentally kicking everyone's ass but like <laughs> I don't know what the hell is up with the strobe lights I'm not epileptic but I thought I was gonna have a fit like
0: <laughs> unfortunately so, overall in this movie second one less so I don't know if they had a different editor I have to look that up but the editing in this specific movie was really strange at, like, particular moments.
2: Mm-hmm. It was like, weird.
1: The basketball yeah, scene, for example, there's, that, like, this weird cut. Scene. Oh, what? Yeah. This is, like, one scene, and, like, I think it's, like, shortly after the subway scene, mm-hmm. um, and after he designs his suit, right? I think. Uh, the, like, the prototype one a, or, this, like, the actual one? The actual suit. Okay. Oh, you're jumping this, ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we're jumping ahead of it. Okay, sorry. No, but
0: you can talk about it. What? No, no, no,
1: no. It's just that you said like the the editing and and I just remembered. Oh, yeah, yeah, go it, ahead. Go ahead. That one scene is just like him and he sees this criminal in the car and he uh takes him out, you know, webs him up, messes it messes messes around with him in the car, closes the door on him, you know, slams his head into the wheel or whatever. Yeah. And then takes him out. Uh and then there's like this is just like he webs him onto the wall, and then there's this one shot. They they move to Peter in the in the costume, and then for some reason like there's like <laughs> they forget to the transition or like edit it well enough where like the splicing is just all off. If that makes any sense, like they, yeah, he, I got you. He appears in one position and then he's just like in another in this like same shot. I mean, we're gonna just. Oh! I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 If we're going to
0: cover the editing, another really weird edit in this movie is when the lizard is coming to Peter's school. It just feels like a chunk of that's missing because, like, you have the weird scene beforehand, which we'll talk about, but then the lizard just shows up and then they just start fighting within like 10 seconds and Peter's in his suit. <laughs> it feels like there's something missing there. Anyway, so back to it. The St- subway scene, terrible,
2: terrible yeah. editing. Good concept, bad execution. Horrible execution. Ungodly.
0: (laughs) And then you know he shows off his powers in the basketball scene, which I think you have thoughts on, JQ.
2: Yeah, and before that, uh, there's like a, a scene that I like much better was the morning mm-hmm. sequence when he's kind of getting ready and he's like brushing his teeth and like he's like breaking everything and he's sticking. I loved that. That's hilarious. Bathroom hijinks. It, ha, 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 ha. it reminded also, me of X
0: Men Origins Wolverine a bit when Logan's discovering his claws, but better. Okay, I will say better but- because
2: it's more fitting of Peter Parker's character than it is a freaking
1: Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine okay. sing be a bumbling fool. Well, whoops! I, I've appeared to have to have broken the main line. That is my bad. Let me retract mm-hmm. the shink. We have tapped the claws real quick. My bad, my young lady. Um
2: anyway, what am I doing? That what is the worst Hugh
0: life? Jackman I have ever heard if you were going That's for Hugh Jackman. That,
2: no, definitely wasn't going for Hugh. I might have been going right. for Hugh, but don't tell Ruben. Anyway, um <laughs> I also love when the keyboard is falling apart when he's typing. Oh uh, yeah, that the, moment. it sticks to his finger. Yeah, that was funny. That's really, I really like that. The um, so
0: discovering powers here is better, in a sense, than the
2: Raimi movies. Until you get to the basketball. <laughs> until you get to the basketball. Scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every, I don't know who brought this up. I think it was Mr. Sunday movies. It could have been Cosmonaut. It could have been multiple people. Every like bad superhero movie. Or like every like mediocre to bad scene for her movie somehow works in basketball for some reason. Like in Catwoman, there's that one scene where Halle Berry is just effing balling on the on like the street court. She's like like the rucker or something. <laughs> 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 I mean, Spider Man Three, you have that scene where Peter and Harry are walking through the walking through the mansion, and it feels like a, I, I talked about this in the Rami episode. It feels like a scene out of The Room where they're like kind of throwing the ball back and forth from like. Peter, one day I will find girlfriend. Ha 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 ha. That was James then, Franco's
0: <laughs> audition for the Disaster Artist in 2007. Like, really impressive. early. That's why he I got know. it. That
2: yeah, is, why got it. is why he got it. I didn't make that connection. God damn it. That is what he got. They saw that and they're like, we need this man. <laughs> we need him. Um, What's another one? Steel? Shaquille O'Neal Steel? I mean, he's a basketball player he's a basketball though. Basketball you have to, player, yeah, have to stick
1: basketball in basketball.
2: there. Uh, yeah. I'll never
1: could get the free throws.
2: Yeah, there's that one moment at the end of Steel. I know I'm moving. We're talking about different universe, Everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> No, but where he has a grenade and he's like, he's like Steel, do so it through there. He's like, I'm always bad at the free throws. I can't make it. And then they take like 20 seconds for 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 him to kind of like set up his shot, and which time the grenade <laughs> should have exploded and killed both of them. <laughs> So funny, <laughs> My point right. is that basketball in a superhero movie, bad idea, will always end up in absolute cheese. Um you know, also the scene for some reason made me appreciate and I wrote it here, it made me appreciate so much more uh the the Holland um the Holland movies. Um I can't remember who directed them. I keep forgetting. What's his name? John Watts. John Watts. Um The use of the high school cast in the horror movies is so good. Yeah, I love yeah. how, ev- how like the high school is integrated. You get a little bit of everyone. In this scene, it became just so painfully obvious just how much nothing these char- these high school characters were. This scene and then when the lizard attacks the, the high school, like you have so much potential with Flash and with all these other kids whose names I literally don't know. You they don't have, have this- names. Exactly They're extras. You- <laughs> you have this environment to play in and i don't know why holland holland's movies are the only ones that took advantage of the high school completely because even Raimi's movie it was just flash and then his goons like
0: well you only have like high school scenes in the first movie for like 20 minutes yeah but i think the last scene yeah. in the high school is when he beats up flash after that it he's is. not in the high school again yeah. yeah
2: that's it yeah but do they have do you have my point being here is that you have so much potential for an ensemble cast here, and you just don't use it. And when you do use it, it's Peter playing like freaking doing like a Julius Irving dunk from like the three point line and breaking the backboard. And there's another weird edit in that moment when he breaks the backboard and then lands on the ground. There's like a strange freaking cut.
0: And then there's the bubblegum pop that like the cliche bubblegum yeah. pop as he's in the air. <laughs> that entire scene yeah it, it just feels like a little even I get it I mean maybe Peter Parker was going through a moment but it does feel a little too much out of character for him Yeah. but again maybe this is a completely different Peter Parker and it fits that Peter Parker the too cool for school Peter Parker he would show off these powers um, so after that uh, we get uh, Peter and Gwen getting together finally um, I
2: love these two Right. Yeah. listen listen guys. Listen, 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 listen. Get close. Get real close to them. Get, get, no, not not I'm talking to the audience. Ruben, stay the hell away. Guys, get get closer. Get closer. Get closer. Listen. This relationship is very good. <laughs> Alright? I don't care what anyone says contrary to the fact. This is like for me at least the best like Peter love interest dynamic that we've seen so far um and zendaya and, and holland are all right and i mean you guys already know about my opinions on on dunst and mcguire so we don't have oh, to get so back into bad get, man I oh it's, it's like
0: this was a total upgrade compared to that I was, relationship
2: it was like such a breath of fresh air there were so many things in this movie where i'm like why are you trying to like write on the coattails of Raimi right now you're not going to do any better and then like the relationship comes on and it's like these two actors, more so than anything, have a lot more chemistry and they and they work a lot better together. And Ruben, I know you had a, a point about Mark Webb as a director. Yes, I hear yes. about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just like how Raimi excelled at the horror elements of his movies, Mark Webb had a background in romantic comedy since he came from 500 Days of Summer before doing these Spider-Man movies. And you can tell this is his wheelhouse. This is his strength um he knows how to direct uh ban banter between uh romantic partners i guess yeah the and, chem- and, two- and plus it doesn't help that like oh, well it does help that the chemistry between these two off the charts
2: yeah i mean they they, they're yeah <laughs> they're able to riff off of each other really well um like yeah i just i like the dynamic um what was I going to say? Also, weird thing, that scene, because in that scene, Uncle Ben is present because he's telling, like, yes. he's telling Peter off about showing off to Flash, which I don't understand why he's more angry about Peter humiliating Flash than he is about him breaking the back. Did you? He's like, he's like, it's so stupid to me. He's like, did you, Peter, did you just two-hand jam on that boy? Did you? He's like, did you did you drive it to the? Did you drive it down the paint on that boy? I'm ashamed of you. It's like, dude, he literally like broke Peter's camera. All he did was dunk on him. Like, why are you so upset? Exactly.
0: I think it's because the school was paying for the backboard. They said,
2: no, so that's no. why. Yeah, but it's so different. He's like, I don't care about the backboard. What I care about is the fact that you, like I don't know. Characters just have in this movie and we're gonna get to the the uncle ben scene later and i know jacob's raring to go on that um but like characters will just get angry or upset for like the stupidest things and this is one of those moments where like the 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 writing wasn't strong enough around like the reaction or the event wasn't strong enough around the reaction to like justify that because like for example, in the Raimi movies, and of course we're going to see a lot of – I'm going to compare these a lot to the other Spider-Man movies, guys. I mean that's just yeah. the point of this podcast. So if you're listening and you're annoyed by that high top, I'm <laughs> <you're> gonna... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, the point is in the Raimi movies, like Peter literally beats up Flash. Like he punches the shit out of him, all right? that's why like uncle ben gets angry because he's like it's not it's not just that he humiliated flash it's that he like hurt flash in this movie he doesn't hurt flash he just he kind of bumps into him like on the drive like, on the drive in like like he's freaking kendrick perkins or some shit and then he do He break the glass though that doesn't that- that's not why that's Uncle Ben was angry, though. It's the emotional
0: aspect of the bullying, though. Like, he doesn't want Peter to be that type of person, yeah. I think, is what it comes down to. I, anyway, I still
2: think it's so dumb.
0: To move on, unless anyone else has any other thoughts. Okay, so we get to the skateboarding scene. We talked about it. Awful. Um, then we get to the dynamic, which I want to go off on a bit. Dr. Kurt Connors and Peter Parker. So Kirk Connors was a friend of Richard Parker's, uh, Peter's father. So Peter shows up to his house, tells him he's Which he should have done
1: in
2: the first place. Why didn't he go to his house directly? Why didn't he go to Oscorp and steal some Latino stress of rising through that top?
0: (laughs) You know why. He needed to get the powers. He needed to be stupid.
2: so (laughs) dumb. It's like you said, people make decisions in this movie that make no effing sense. So yeah, he gives he gives Connor
0: basically the equation that his father had to genetically modify animals right so then he is working with Connor's and they break through they develop the serum that's going to act like a lizard and help Dr. Connor's regrow his arm my after issue killing, here
2: after killing several holographic rats in the process
0: yes <laughs> my issue here is that this is this was set up to be Peter Parker and a mentor. And the mentor is someone who's connected to Peter Parker and he betrays Peter Parker. And that's supposed to lead to some distress that does not happen here. What happens is he seems to create uh, the lizard, but then he's like, Oh man, I, I, I did this by accident. There's no like deep emotional connection. He's not like Dr. Connors, please think of who you were before. It's not, it is a bad version of the Spider-Man PS4 game, yeah. where he works for doc, Doctor. Well, Otto Octavius. They develop the arms because Doctor Otto Octavius, just like Kirk Connors in this movie, has an ailment. His is a neurological uh, ailment. Um, Sorry, spoilers for the Spider-Man game, I guess. (laughs) I should have have said that. uh, Yeah, spoilers for the
2: game that came out three years ago on on a last-gen console, all right? Hey, you
0: never know, man. Someone might have not played it. So anyway, the entire impetus of Peter's character, his entire arc in this thing, is trying to get through to Otto Octavius because Otto Octavius was his hero. And they build it up really well um, there's they show a rapport between the two initially, and I get that it's a game, so you have more time than a movie, but I still feel like you needed a couple more scenes in here, and maybe they exist. Maybe the studio cut them out for runtime. I when but... we, we
2: when we get to the end of uh our talk on the amazing Spider Man 2 later, um, and we get to like spoilers for our podcast, I guess, like my kind of like rewrite of like the move of the second movie, it does kind of feed into this first movie and i try to because there is a better way to grapple with this with this relationship because mm-hmm. yeah i agree ruben is right and i think jacob will agree with me too this is yeah. like diet ps4 spider-man like this relationship I here mean, and it could have worked
1: i have one thing to say too like if you compare this to like the second raimi spider-man movie and like peter parker's relationship with uh Otto octavius Like, it's just not, it's not even on that level. I mean, it's not even close to that. At least, like, I think, like, the pacing in this movie also, like, hinders from the relationships, like, being formed between the characters. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, uh, in the second Raimi Spider-Man movie, like, there's at least multiple scenes with him and Otto, you know, and, like, there's a time to develop that relationship, you know? There's, like, you need time to develop any relationship, I think, in any movie. So, like, I think it's just m- m- well done in that one, and then at the end, like at, he reminds him, like, "Oh, this is this is not you, you know, you're not, you're yeah. not, you're not uh, this guy with freaking four metal arms trying to suck the whole city in, you know, <laughs> with the sun." It's the- like he
0: <laughs> treats him like a different person once he becomes the lizard. You don't feel the connection. Yeah. The lizard itself, to talk about this, was well done. The voice worked. The intimidating presence of the
2: lizard itself. The fact that he looked like a Goomba from the 1980s Mario Brothers movie worked phenomenally. And the action in this movie,
0: to also cover this, between the two, really good. Also, just like like, uh, Spider-Man 2, they both have their own styles of fighting. Which, you know, you don't get that much in comic book movies. You know, sometimes you just get Yellow Jacket and Ant-Man shrinking, and growing and fighting each other and that kind of stuff. But here you have uh, completely different power sets between the two characters.
2: I still think that the Raimi fight scenes are better. And I feel like I'm going to get flat. I know Ruben, Ruben and I, again, talked a little bit about this before the podcast. Um, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I really like the styles going in, but, like, sometimes it just starts to feel a little too generic or, like, it doesn't have, like, enough impact. I think it's also I the did... fact that these two characters... I think, it, for me, it's also the fact that these two characters don't gel as well as they should. I really like Kurt Connors' characters in the first half. I wrote right here. Says, really? No, I said, actually, I actually like Connors' characters so far, right before the holographic rat scene, essentially. No. Like, when they break through and all of a sudden he's he, like... Also, why the hell does he test it on himself? Literally, just a few moments before, he's like, "Doctor, these are not ready for human trials." And then yeah. he sees his hand in a mirror, and he's like, "Oh, oh." That's that shot was
0: dope, though. Oh, that
2: shot's amazing, but it's yeah. stupid. Okay, this is a, 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 tr- a trend in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. You'll have a cool moment. That is so awesome out of context, but as soon as you put it in context, it's like this is dumb. Why? Why? Like he's just like we're not testing on humans.
1: I could have another hand. This <laughs> yeah. is how this is how mirrors work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get to
0: Uncle Ben's death.
2: Oh my effing god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, All
0: right, so I'm, I'm gonna let Jacob go off in a second. I'm gonna set the uh, scene. Peter Parker, <laughs> Peter Parker doesn't pick up his aunt. Uncle Ben gets pissed, gives him the diet version of the responsibility speech, which is awful. They shouldn't have included this.
2: The most stilted reworking. If you have the ability to do these things, you should do them. Not choice. Responsibility. Responsibility.
3: Responsibility.
2: (laughs) So, So, yeah, why?
0: (laughs) So, Peter runs off, goes to buy milk. He's short two cents, so he doesn't get the milk. But then this robber comes in, throws him the milk, and then you get a rework of the rainy moment where, uh, toby's spider-man's like i missed the part where that's my problem the guy's like hey go chase that guy who robbed me and he's like i missed Or uh, what was it
2: um, I, not I wrote my a policy, policy. not, not my, my policy policy i wrote down here not my policy less than i missed the part where that's my problem also did you did you did you recognize what the name of the of the of the cashier was no oh, what was his name his name was on his name tag it said t-bone bone Bone
1: saw. I am making connections. Uh, I am Jesus. making connections. Uh, so, okay, anyway. The, yeah, so the, the the criminal runs into Uncle Ben on the sidewalk. The uh, He drops the gun. They're both on the ground, you know, uh, looking up at the sky kind of. And then uh, they run toward the gun. The criminal grabs the gun. You know, he, uh, he puts it up to, to Uncle Ben's, I uh, think... Like, stomach area, kind of. I don't yeah. Know. And then, yeah. like, Uncle's like, the Uncle Ben is like, he's trying to push him over and all that shit. And wow. And <laughs> as he pushes him over, the guy pulls the trigger and shoots his man in the chest. Like, and the gun was <laughs> in my hand. So, my <laughs> <partner>. <laughs> so stupid, though. I don't understand that. Oh, God. He should have just, you know. Maybe, nah? maybe walked away from the situation. Yeah, Jesus, walk like, away! Bro. Like, damn, why'd you thing. go?
2: Here's my thing: Uncle Ben in the Ramy movies came into the direct conflict with Frosted Tips TM because uh, he was and, stealing his and car, <laughs> and with because they were stealing his car. Uncle Ben just happens to be walking by, looking for Peter. Peter, for some reason, has gone to. What is the setup for this? Why <laughs> did I-, I wanted to buy milk and my father died? It's like. <laughs> Also, 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 and we're going back further. Why does Peter get, he gets angry all of a sudden. He's like, for me, this is another thing where it's like emotion just comes out of nowhere. Where his dad's like, your father used to say this and he's like, where's my father? Huh? You're not my dad. He gets angry out of nowhere. This man just comes home. He's all chill and then he gets freaking heated just because we need a reason for Uncle Ben to follow him out and get killed. (laughs) This is like, you know what this feels like? You know what this, you know what this death scene feels like? It feels like one of the deaths from the, uh, spoilers for what if, from episode like four or whatever of what if, where like Steve, Stephen Strange is trying to save whatever her name is. Roxanne, I don't remember. Christine. Christine. <laughs> and, like, you have those scenes where it's like, no matter what, she's going to die. This feels like one of those no matter what, he's going to die moments where it's like, oh, well, I, we have to kill Uncle Ben. Uh, he goes for the gun that the milk thief uh, dropped on the ground by happenstance. And instead of ignoring him, uh, he goes for it and gets shot because that's he's destined to die. It's
0: stupid. Stupid screenwriting. Um. So moving on. So Spider-Man. Great
2: acting. Great acting from Andrew, though. Yes, 100%.
0: So Peter's tries taking revenge. He goes hunting people who look similar. One of the scenes of that car scene Jacob was talking about earlier. But then, you know, he goes hunting as a revenge plot. I don't know how I feel about this personally. I think it works kind of because um, no. Toby Toby was hunting because of revenge. Um, I feel like it worked. I, I don't know. Why don't you think it works, Jacob? No.
2: No, 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 no. This is ass, all right, all right. Oh, my God, I'm getting heated already. What, what is wrong with me? Here's the problem with this, all right. In Raimi's movies, um, this is like a brief moment. Like he does that and he's like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be. I should be better. He doesn't become encouraged to become Spider-Man to hunt down the uh, his uncle's killer. He becomes encouraged to become Spider-Man because he's like, he was right. I had a responsibility to do this and I have to do this. He literally develops a suit and goes out and starts being a vigilante for the purposes of getting revenge. That one scene where Captain Stacy is talking about like, oh, he's a menace. He's like, yeah, he's right. Captain Stacy's a hundred percent right. Oh, it's I like, heard that. even yeah. wrong. No, he's not. It's like, but you see it's like,
0: it like that irks a... him, though. It irks him. I feel like that scene I is think... building towards um, him realizing what he's doing is wrong. You know.
2: I think what it should have been is that in that scene where, um, in that scene where you have uh, a Peter chasing after the car thief, like the car thief like somehow gets away in the car and he's chasing after him. And that causes an accident on the bridge that causes the cars to start falling off. And instead of pursuing the car thief, he goes back and helps those people. And he's like, this is what it means to be a hero. He shouldn't, he should not be step by step in the beginning working as Spider-Man for the sole purpose of revenge, he's not helping the city, it's not noble, there's no responsibility there, he doesn't grow on his own, he only, they, they they have, they like, okay, we have to make him feel bad, so we'll have him meet Gwen's parents, even though they haven't even started dating, which, as someone who's been dating for a year, let me tell you, do not meet the parents before the sixth month. All right? Who the frick does that shit? The, it's so dumb, though. Why is it Captain Stacy's words that push him? Why is it, like, the lizard destroying the bridge that pushes him? Everything should be related to the fact. Everything should be connected to this to this fact of the uncle's killer because, in the end, they just dropped the thread completely. They like, do. Just out of nowhere. And I it would have made sense. It would have made sense if they did what I said they did, if I, if I did what they suggest they did, and you have to caused that car accident in the bridge and cause those cars to go over, because then Peter's like, I caused that. I'm like I could have let those people die, or I could have kept pursuing this dude. Why am I gonna keep pursuing this? There's no point in pursuing people who look like my uncle's killer in the hopes of finding him. This is what I'm here for. My responsibility is to help the people of New York. That's what it should be. That's what Spider-Man should be. What we have here is not Spider-Man until like later in the movie. Which is a okay. waste of Andrew Garfield.
0: But getting to the scene where he becomes Spider-Man, though, on the bridge in the movie version, where the lizard is chasing yeah. his boss because he's all pissed and throwing cars off the bridge, the scene where he because he tested the kid, it on
2: himself like a dumbass.
0: Yes, the the scene where he saves the kid from the car is quintessential Spider-Man. Um, he's trying to comfort the kid. Um, he's you know he's failing but like he's finding different avenues of success i mean it's so spider man
2: um dude um what did i write here love the moment where spider-man saves a kid such a genuine spider-man moment this is comic book spider-man put on the mask it'll give you strength i love that scene that scene is phenomenal. That you see, because I was getting heated while watching the movie. I was getting as heated as I am now watching the movie and seeing this stuff go down and being like, okay, this dude is just a menace. Like I agree with Jameson in the second movie. This man started out as a straight up menace, um, but that scene is just so genuine, Spider Man, and like Andrew's work in that scene is phenomenal. And like, it's just, it's great. Like, it's such a great. Representation of what Spider-Man should be, like
1: I don't know, Jacob. What do you think, man? Of of that scene,
2: yeah.
1: Of like him, like saving the kid off the bridge. Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's uh, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's really what Spider-Man should be, in all in one scene. You know what I mean? Helping mm-hmm. the the citizens out whenever there's trouble. I mean, that's that's the point. He's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? That's, yeah. the, that's 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 what a superhero should be doing. It's not going around the city, uh, chasing for criminals that look like the, like the killer, right? The killer of uh, yeah. your uncle, but like, yeah. Um, I, I I definitely think like after this point, like him as Spider Man, that that it peaks right here, like in the movie. I think yeah. when he
0: gives the kid back to his parent, and then the parent asks him, "Who you are?" he says i'm spider-man it is the equivalent of batman saying i am batman you're like i completely believe this he is spider-man now he has yeah. become this character
2: i'm like all so, right i can forgive everything that came before i can forgive the fact that you were close hand web." did you guys notice that when he was webbing up the the card thief he wasn't doing this he was just like his fists were closed he was doing some of this shit yeah so i did not weird. notice that honestly really um
0: anyway so to speed run through all of this yeah. when finds out peter spider-man which i don't know um, how peter, I feel about i think it it's good in the sense that it's different they yeah. had to do a different dynamic here than what they did in the Raimi trilogy and his love interests or someone close to him knowing he's spider-man creates a yeah. unique dynamic that i think helps carry the second half of the movie yeah. So there's the football scene where he throws the football at the upright. And I was like, why? Why include a football and a basketball scene? And why would Peter out himself like this? Someone is going to find out he's Spider-Man.
2: I loved that football moment a lot more than the basketball moment. Just because it was brief, it was quick, it got the point it got the point across and it was funny. And you could have just done that and just cut the basketball scene entirely, obviously.
0: Okay. So another great scene is when he goes to Captain Stacy and tries to get him to go after the lizard. And Captain Stacy says, quote, Do I look like the mayor of Tokyo to you <laughs> so When he tells him that uh there's a lizard man running around. The which...
2: man is such... <laughs> I love how his first counter to Peter saying that it's Dr. Connors, this nepotism. He's like, Dr. Connors just wrote my daughter. Off. Oh, oh. A great letter of recommendation. I cried. I can't pursue this man criminally. <laughs> I would devalue that. Way. He does, does, do it. He, he, does do it. he does listen.
0: He does, he does end, listen. end up listening in the end. Yeah. All right. So then Peter follows the lizard into the sewers. Um, the one aspect of the scene I want to point out is him playing video games after shooting all the webs. I mean, that's just Spider Man. That
2: was very Spider T- yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Just
0: like trying to kill time on like a stakeout but the lizard, like I said, intimidating the shot where the tail comes down. Um, yeah, really good. Awesome. And does he control lizards though?
1: No,
2: I don't, I think they're just attracted to him. I honestly, I don't think he control, you said, you said that you think it's like a cut plot line that he controls lizards. I think it's yeah. just that. I think it's literally just that. Um, I, I, I think it's just that like, they're just attracted to him. Um, also that cut is definitely infected right <laughs>
0: i mean gwen stacy cleans it up that's quintessential spider-man as well yeah. him going and yeah. having the girlfriend clean out the wound i mean that's something yeah. like straight out but of the i mean this run.
2: man got sliced and then flew through sewer water there is no way you can get to that in time uh, that yeah. shit is infected <laughs> i don't want to hear it um God, there's something else I wanted to say about this. Um, I think it's kind of dumb the way that both Peter and Connors find out each other's identities. I oh think my it's God! So, it's so dumb, Connors, and I wrote this too. Connors is such a like a believable character in the first half, and then he gets injected, and he's like, everyone needs to be turned into lizards, and he's like, Peter confronts him, and he's like, the li-, he's like, how would you hunt down a lizard, Doctor Connors? The lizard. They are apex predators beautiful creature they you know there's a new species in new york beautiful creature huge i i think it's quite intriguing it's like yeah you're definitely the lizard dude why are you talking like this why are you like evil why do you have evil scientists all of a sudden and then Peter stupidly that. stupidly
0: <laughs> takes a camera that has his name on it To this thing, sewer. (laughs) (laughs) At least rip the name off before you're going to use the camera. Property of
2: Peter Parker. (laughs) Peter Parker. (laughs) oh my god so dumb. The, the, we, 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 were, we were talking about the rainy movie and how amazing the pacing was in that first movie and how you get this movie makes me appreciate the pacing of that first rainy movie so much more because they move plot lines at about the same speed in this movie but it's done so like incompetently that it's like it, it, it's just stupid it's like okay this is how peter finds out That Kirk Connors is a lizard. This is how Kirk Connors finds out that he's Spider-Man. Compare that moment to the Green Goblin and Spider-Man finding out each other's identities in the, in the, in the, uh, in in the Raimi's movie. And it's like, it's night and day. Like, it, this is just, this is inept writing. I don't know if I can blame the, if I have to blame the writers or the studio for interfering with the writers, but this is horrible writing. (laughs) Also, Gwen is seventeen. You yeah. Can believe that? Yes, yes. Emma Stone. I wrote that down
0: as well. Emma Stone was, did not look seventeen. She's not it.
2: seventeen. I'm sorry. <laughs> not
0: at that point. But Dennis Leary and Emma Stone do have a good father daughter chemistry with each other. I like that. that.
2: I wanted more yeah. of that. My main, one of my main complaints about this movie, and I think I missed it at the beginning, was just like I wish I would have taken time to develop more of the dynamics outside of Gwen and Spider Man. Like the Ben, the Ben May Peter dynamic at home, I feel like could have been explored a bit more. A bit more deeply or at least in like one scene that's a bit more emotionally impactful um i think may and peter's uh, relationship throughout this movie is kind of weak they don't they don't really interact as much they're every time that they do though it's so good which just makes me upset at how poorly they they utilize sally field like yeah. you have an actress of sally fields caliber and you pushed to the complete sidelines in this movie like and I feel like that's just a re- that's a repetitive occurrence in this movie. The same thing with, with Martin Sheen.
0: All right. So next scene here is the lizard in the sewers. Um, and we get Mark Webb's rendition of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, basically.
2: I love how in that scene, uh, in his head, he's like, I'm not the one who needs help. You know, he says to himself in his head alone in an evil echoey voice, um, why does every Spider-Man villain have to talk to themselves? Is my know. real question here. It makes no sense.
0: Although you know the makeup when he's like
1: in, in the sewers,
0: right? At this point, yeah. it's yeah. pretty good. Like the facial green makeup they have on it. Oh
2: yeah. I mean, I guess. It's great. I
0: I think the makeup in general in this movie looks really good. I oh, mentioned good. this before, but like the scene where Doctor Connors gets his arm back. Yeah, that looked really good visually. I think they did some practical stuff there. I haven't double checked. That
2: looked excellent, like yes. honest to god, yeah. it looked really good. Jacob,
0: um, what are your thoughts on the lizard as a character in this film?
1: El lagarto is my favorite villain. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie, he's what he's, he's up there. He's up there on the with the with the uh, doc ox and what you don't like. You don't like the lizard? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I, I am not being sarcastic. I actually like the lizard as a as a, no. As a character.
2: No, shut <laughs> so, up. I mean,
1: his motives are not. I mean, great, but like. You know, when he's the lizard and when he's like fighting spiders, his motives are ass. This
2: guy goes from like, I want to grow my hand back and help humanity to the everyone should be lizards,
1: every single goddamn person in New York should be Jonathan, a goddamn lizard. I don't understand that, Jonathan. You, you said one thing that when I want to guess was what I just said, bro. Like, you, still <laughs> humanity. you kidding yeah. me? Turning everyone into lizards is only a better that that only helps people. You kidding me? No, it, it does. No, Bro, doesn't. No, tell me, tell me, you don't want a tail, Jesus? Who well, what? No, I don't want a tail. What would I the use world, it for? Oh, its appendage?
2: It would be useless. It would just fall off, man. Or oh, tell it to the monkeys
1: that hang off trees and shit.
2: <laughs> Damn. This is I can not I can't I can't argue with this man. He's too his, his logic is He's too flawless.
0: Everyone would want to
2: kill if they were a lizard. J's right. right. I want to be a lizard of a exactly. exactly. good. <laughs> it's such I a dumb know, I motive. I know. No.
1: Yeah, uh I just think um okay, his motives are definitely wacky, but uh like the I I guess like the 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 cgi for the lizard and just like his look his like makeup and all that stuff like i just love how he looks in this looks exactly like like a goomba
2: i know i mentioned that before but okay look i actually really like the look everything but i i I think they could have just given him a little bit of a snout like not even that much but just a little bit just a little bump dude like it looks like they did in no way home if you it does look like they did yeah it but, uh, does look like they added like a bit of a snout like it doesn't have to be anything extreme i get it it's not easy to do that but like
0: you know what this is like it's like kevin feige looked at like all the homework and was like man this is shit and decided I, to just like change it's like, i can do this everything better. at the last minute before turning <laughs> it into the teacher and then the team's like wait what what'd you do oh we got an a all right cool <laughs>
2: This is not a part of our arrangement. I have altered the deal. <laughs> do not alter it. The... <laughs> Sorry,
1: anyway,
2: anyway, anyway. But yeah, the lizard, I don't know, man. I know reuben was about to say before we interrupted him that to be fair, the Green Goblin's motivations are literally just getting even with everyone. But that yes. makes more logical sense to Norman Osborne's character than Kurt Connors all of a sudden wanting everyone to be a lizard. He's like, oh yes, fascinating creatures. Very awesome. I I wish everyone... He's like a five-year-old kid. Like, literally, like, his motivations are ass, and they come out of nowhere. Like, they change so drastically. He goes from just being a normal scientist to, like, this mad scientist out of nowhere, and it's ass. And then he attacks Peter's school. Uh, So, um, I like this scene, actually. I like the fight. I like the choreography. I love that moment when uh, Spider-Man gets thrown into the wall and he comes back with his costume. And right before that, the lizard literally just grabs, like, a few chemicals off the table and (laughs) makes a... Chemical bomb. He makes a chemical bomb. (laughs) That moment was so funny and so cool to me. I just love how chill he is. He's like, a little bit of a little bit of chloride, a little bit of. He a... didn't even know what it was. Let's be honest, brother. It was. <laughs> he... Oh, he got that lizard smell. He got that lizard smell, Jacob. Oh my Cause god! Because you want to be a lizard, yes, you better, yeah, yeah. Better, he better. Smells that. You want to
1: talk about his entrance though? Stupid. <laughs> that is so stupid, bro. Are you kidding me? Through the through the toilet? Through the through the will... Into the
2: toilet seat bro? I wish someone was there. I wish someone was taking his shit at that <laughs> was, very I told
1: moment. I I was like, what if someone was sitting on the toilet seat <laughs> But <bed?" laughs> the lizard just, like, freaking yanks them down? Get no, I, no, I'm saying have him in a stall next to him, though. Oh, no, no, like, no, no, oh. no. I, I mean on the seat that he yanks
2: down, bro. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> the lizard just comes out covered in shit. He's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, why did I, Ah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he lives in the sewer. He wouldn't have cared. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great, great Stan Stanley cameo. Oh, amazing Stanley cameo. Probably one of his best ever. Honestly, yeah, but, I love but again, that. Moment. He's
1: also stupid from for like entering from like the sewers into the the bathroom because Peter Parker, he sees his lab coat right. Yeah. In like the in like the hole or whatever that the lizard leaves in the ground, and he's just like, Oh my god, maybe he has like something down there, and he he hops his way down there and then finds a layer. Like this man led him right to the lair. You gotta Okay,
2: be to be fair, to be fair, uh that man would have caused a giant hole in the ground wherever he would have surfaced, and it would not have been hard to find. Yeah, but- what's he gonna do? Just what's he gonna do? Take this take the freaking 12? Take the A-Train
1: down to the school in lizard form? I forget. must yeah, take
2: the right, A-Train. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but... The, okay, okay, wait, before we move on here uh, from this scene, because I know we've talked about it already, two quick things I really wanted to cover, in yeah, uh, my, my own opinion. Um, I think I really like Spider-Man's quips in, the, in, in these amazing Spider-Man movies. I love the, oh, somebody's been a bad lizard quip that they have in there. Um... I do think that sometimes it's an overcorrection of Raimi. And there are a few moments throughout these movies where it feels like they're trying to correct like some of the the weaknesses of Raimi's films, one of them being the lack of humor in Toby Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there are some moments where he just goes a bit overboard, especially his first, uh, when he first, like going back to the car thief moment, he quips way too much of that scene. And it, it feels like way, I mean, it feels like way too triumphant of a moment for Spider-Man literally just harassing a petty thief. <laughs> but I mean, that that's all, that's all well and good. I do think it improves in this movie and then into the next movie. I really like some of his quips in the next movie with two exceptions. Um, and uh, the last thing I wanted to ask, uh, because this is like the first time I think we see Spider-Man like, like engaged like in in a full fight with the lizard like not running away or anything and we kind of see him in broad daylight um what do you guys think of that costume
0: i think it looks really good i think it was though it was designed for like night fights or like for darkness it's like a batman suit it's kind of weird when you see it in the day if that makes any sense yeah just based on the like darker color palette they used yeah. Um, but I think design wise, it's grown on me over the years. I think that's one of the aspects of this movie that actually got better for me was this costume.
2: I think the costume is fine. I absolutely hate the eyes, though. I don't know why they were like, yo, let's have them use sunglass lenses. I'm like, that doesn't look great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um,
0: Although, to go back to this scene and talk about the action and Spider Man in motion against the lizard, I love how he fights like a spider. Like how you're the that, You didn't get that in Raimi's films. His yeah. man was fighting like a spider, crawling on the lizard, wrapping him up like a spider yeah, yeah, would.
1: Yeah, especially at the end of that uh, school fight, you know, yeah. when he's just like crawling around him and yes. just like putting him into like a little, like a yeah. cocoon shaped web. The
2: choreography of that fight is amazing, I think. And I think the ideas are amazing. I feel like the yeah. only reason that I still like the Raimi fights more looking back on it now is because there's just more emotional resonance. More
0: stakes behind it. And I feel yeah. like the big issue here is. Like I said, their fights are really good. They look really good. It's just the Lizard's a good presence, as I said, like intimidation yeah. wise. The issue here is they did not build up the Kirk Connors character enough in his relationship with Peter Parker. So you yeah. don't feel the same type of connection in these fights like you would with like Green Goblin, Spider-Man and Raimi's original film or Doc Ock and Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 yeah um even sandman to spider-man in three while weaker had more of like a connection than they do in this movie yeah
2: a dumb ass connection as we discussed in our last episode but i mean a connection regardless i also think the stakes of this fight would have been raised again if the high school characters were more of a presence in the movie if you would have utilized the ensemble because then it's like oh my god peter's friends are in danger all of them get out in time Gwen is it in like really in no sense of danger. There's that one shot at the end where like after the fight you see like paramedics attending to all these students, and again I had the thought, God, I wish I knew more about these kids. I would actually feel something instead of being they like did sh- ah.
0: they did show Flash, and Flash didn't look a little shell-shocked, to be real. Yeah. After. God.
2: Every time I see Flash in this movie, I'm upset that he's only in this in this one, and second of all, so underutilized. Again every good like every great aspect of this movie feels so underutilized and it's upsetting because instead we don't get i wouldn't say that it's the worst thing is getting like main stage but it's the most mediocre at times i don't know that's just me though all right
0: any final thoughts on the school fight james Mm, nah no all right so after that Spider-Man escapes to the lair. Uh, as Jacob said, he follows the lab yeah, pulled down. The lab and this lab. really pissed me off. And this pisses me off in movies. So as Jacob said, he finds the hideout. But everything's unlocked. And he just plays videos that tell him the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the laziest forms of screenwriting that exists in big blockbusters. And I hate it because it's lazy. It's just like, let's watch these videos and quickly tell the audience oh. what the hell is going on.
1: That's exactly like uh, like... Being a character in one, like a video game, and walking up to like this lab and then pressing X to interact. You know what I mean? Just one button. <laughs> <It's>
2: like, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, they had a moment like that in the Spider-Man video game where they were talking about the whatever the disease was, spoilers, and it said, and they had it on a PowerPoint. Everything that could <laughs> go wrong, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, it like literally one of the points was on the PowerPoint was if this if this gets out could bring down all of Oscorp, and it's like why the why in the living hell would you put that on a PowerPoint? <laughs> The mean? other thing that they have in that game, everyone apparently has these tape
0: records. They record their thoughts.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <least lying> <laughs> I know we're getting yeah. off topic, yeah, okay. but that even yeah. though I love that game, one of my favorite games ever, that's always irked me because the game takes place in modern day. Ruben has Plus. platinum
2: to that. Ruben has platinum that game three times. He's a loser. But hey, ladies, oh, twice, available. twice, <laughs> you little
0: bastard, twice. All right, let's get back to the movie. Um, Let's see. Okay, the Lizard's goddamn plan. I know we've, like, (laughs) beat around the bush with it a couple times during the podcast. Well, (laughs) goddammit.
2: Turn everyone into lizards. I'm going to turn all these efforts into lizards,
1: and that is my gift to them. It's a I'm gonna... <laughs> plan, bro. Like, <laughs> it's ass, it's, it's ass, it's ass. ass.
2: You know what I realized this time around? That third act. I'm not gonna lie. The third act stakes and the and the third act tension. It sucks. That yeah. third act is does not have anything going for it emotionally.
0: They didn't show. Okay, so go into the third act now. They didn't show the people he turned into lizards. You feel no stakes. You see the beginnings of their transformation, yeah. but you don't see them as lizards. So that doesn't build the stakes. I know that them turning into lizards sucks, <laughs> but you still have to show them turning into lizards it, to It would have been so
2: cool if, if, um, if, if Spider-Man um, had to fight some lizards on ground level, is what yes. I'm saying. They didn't have that in the budget? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, Cap- but that's what... Where he are, the, Captain stakes? Yeah, Captain
0: where
2: are the stakes? where are the stakes? He's just... He's just swinging around, trying to get to the building in time. Like there's like no. Well, he got shot in the, the, in the leg. Remember, that man totally ignored Captain. <laughs> Hold your fire. Ignored. Boom, <laughs> baby. Right, so as the lizards coming out, got his ass <laughs>
0: and throwing so so his lizard turning bombs. I wrote this down. <laughs> um, he did. They did do a quick homage to his comic look that I really liked. They
2: showed. I him wish. His,
0: why did he, he rip it off? Time.
2: Why did he rip it off? Because he got shot by SWAT like 200 times. Yeah. Also, yeah, regeneration, <laughs> my ass. There is no way in the hell he survives that. <laughs> my man got shot in the head, too.
1: <laughs> 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 he definitely got shot in the head. You hear him screaming like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and then he like drops dead on the floor. He should
2: be dead. He should be dead. I don't care. I don't freaking care about regeneration. I don't care about better than human. That man got... Like twelve rounds of machine gun <laughs> fire emptied into him, and he just heals up and he's fine. Yeah. Also, okay. also, also, you know, talking about the Serdak. Yeah. Um. That's the only time that I agreed with like the the with Oscorp um as a company when they oh, really? when they're like when no because they're in the big beginning when Kurt was like ah oh, that machine it's, we could release the polio vaccine in the air I'm like yeah. <laughs> That is a horrible idea. Who created that? That is literally, like, that is a war crime waiting to happen is what I wrote in my notes. Oh, the Gemini machine, right? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it I don't care what it was. It was such an... It's a, conceptually, as scientists, you shouldn't be making shit like that. <laughs> and you have scientists making sentient
0: robots, even though we shouldn't. Scientists always <laughs> do stuff they shouldn't in the it's real so world. It's so dumb. I find it's... it believable that they built something that could potentially cause a pandemic. That's a dumbass. Okay, oh, so when, here's our, um, so I got a bunch of notes here. Um, so when Spider-Man calls Gwen, because Gwen has gone the to the uh, lab to develop the antidote for the lizard yeah. uh, formula or lizard turning formula, whatever the sh- hell we're going to call it. Um, the Spider-Man falls. is the shot of Spider-Man on the phone, like calling Gwen and then the background <laughs> actors looking
2: at him. I don't know if I like it or I dislike it. It's, so I weird. It. it's somewhere in you know, the middle. I loved it. I loved it. I love those moments, dude i love those moments it's like like what's the difference between that and that scene in homecoming when when uh when holland is calling happy and eating a churro it's like the same vibe it's just such a spider-man vibe i just
0: don't know if it feels in place with the rest of this movie is my
2: there are things like that here and there yeah there is some there's another note i put in here um Oh, yeah. I said that coming into the third act, another reason that it lost its impact is that I didn't see Spidey doing a lot of good for the city. Most of the action we see for Spider Man in the movie is him hunting down his uncle's killer and failing, and then maybe like saving the people on the bridge, and then he fights the lizard a few times. I kind of think we needed a montage of him actually doing good for the city instead of a montage of him chasing down uncle killers. Um, nah,
0: <laughs> I, that's too much like rainy at that point, though. I maybe they considered it, but I feel like it's oh, gone.
2: too much like me, They say, did you see the fir- the same first half of the movie
1: that I did <laughs> exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be like an like the origin, the like the, origin story of Spider Man in the same poorly, way, in the same and way, poorly too. It's, just, and it's po- just it's just it's just like so badly executed.
2: <sighs> All right. I will say the swinging in this movie. Now that we're getting closer and closer yeah. to this end scene, um, I. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I actually really like those POV shots where it's like... You can oh, when he's swinging? I was going
0: to talk yeah. about the swinging. I think the swinging yeah. in this movie and the, the amazing Spider-Man movie swinging is the best in any Spider-Man I think franchise. So. I think. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, those POV yeah. shots made you feel like you were Spider-Man and you were going along for the ride. Thank um, you, IGN. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> I think it's just the acrobatic nature of his swinging that they I, capture really well
2: yeah. i love how he like utilizes his environment like he's jumping off of the walls like especially in the very last shot of movies like crawling through like fire escapes and like yeah. jumping off yeah. walls yes. swinging from one thing to another it's so much more dynamic the camera movement mm-hmm. is so much more dynamic it feels so much more fluid more spider-man like i think that that was an aspect of the movie that was like like leagues ahead Nailed. of an already amazing swinging yeah. uh swinging like effect in the very first trilogy. Yeah, so bravo yeah.
0: to the BFX supervisors for these amazing Spider-Man movies. We'll probably Honestly. talk about two more whenever we record were that amazing. episode.
2: So many things in this in this in this movie are like amazing and then like no pun intended, but then they get <laughs> just they get just blotted out. There's just too much garbage going on in here at the same time.
0: All right. So the cops um, love- chasing Spider-Man in this sequence, I thought was also really good, yeah. like the the shots and stuff. And then when Spidey actually like fights the cops after Stacy takes off his mask, yeah, was also really good.
3: Yeah,
0: what were you gonna say?
2: I was gonna say uh, right after that scene, um, when you have when you have uh, Spider-Man getting going towards the building with the cranes, yeah, that was that. Uh, I don't know how controversial of an opinion this is. How many times am I gonna drop controversial opinions? Um <laughs> I don't know how controversial of an opinion this is. I like that way better than like uh, well at least in Spider-Man compared to like the very first Raimi Spider-Man where like all of the New Yorkers are like, you mess with one of what you mess with. What? I just love the New York representation in that moment. This is the best that the citizens are in this amazing Spider-Man movie, because in these amazing Spider-Man movies, because after this. The citizens kind of get stupid. I but love how his so first
0: act of kindness or selflessness as Spider-Man is what allows him to be helped with this crane sequence. Yeah. Him helping save that crane operator's son is what leads to him being able to actually
3: yeah.
0: like fulfill his mission and reach the lizard. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of poetic.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, and so the lizard breaks in to that, this, into that Ozcorp and tries to get it. Uh, try to get the, the Gemini, whatever. The, 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 the War Criminator, as I will call it from now on. <laughs> and, um,
0: How did must uh,
2: never use that name, man? No, he didn't. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Barry
1: the Blackaboss!
2: I'm about to gas
1: everyone!
2: <laughs> I
0: do have a note on this thing. <laughs> okay. On. Oh, man. But I we haven't talked about James Horner's music at
2: all. And I feel bad oh, that's he- because... That's because I have been trying to avoid talking about it. I'm not what? gonna like.
0: You really? like it? Oh my god. It's right. bland. It's absolutely bland. Oh no, I I liked it. I liked it. I liked the main theme at least, honestly. The main theme I is think is
1: good. the main Here, here's the this score. Like, uh it's probably poorly utilized. I think that's what i was go. about to say.
2: There right? you go. I'm, yeah, what I'm going to talk about is that the impact of the score on the overall movie is basically non existent. I do like the themes being used. I think the themes on their own work, but they really do sound very generic, hero movie kind of thing. They don't, I don't know, they just, they just, they're not being used properly. There's no kind of like real motivic like overlaying things that are, that are happening here. There are some, but they're like not, they don't have any impact. Um, I was going to save the score until this scene because of like, I. I this is also it's, controversial. You're going to hate me. You're going to hate me on this lizard scene. I love the little, the little dissonant piano thing. What? I, love, I hated I it. I absolutely love it. Why? It's fantastic. It's annoying. It, it's so good. It's good. It's that's too on the, the nose, man. That's the only time when the score gets like really creative for me. Like that's where, because like, I love what the that hell. Shit. I love that dissonant shit. That's me. All right, you guys are gonna say that music school has ruined me, but no, it has made me better. <laughs> <laughs> man, no, does it beat the scene? absolutely is it too
0: cliche and takes you out of the moment yes that's what i thought of it i don't think it's that
2: horribly cliche are you kidding
1: it's just a couple
0: dissonant piano notes
1: it it definitely takes you out of the moment though because when i first watched that movie i immediately like heard the like i i could I, i was focused on the score more than i was on the scene itself yeah so like... That was the
2: first time that the sto- the score stuck out to me in a good way because I'm like, oh my god, it's actually doing something to accent what's happening on screen. Because other than that, it's just there. That's the main problem with a lot of Hollywood scores nowadays. Not a lot, a lot. Because we still got we still got the hard hitters out right there. We yeah, got yeah. Guillermo, we got Silvestri when he's on it. Like There are times where people really know how to use a score, but a lot of times people are like, okay, this movie needs music. Let's give it music. And then they don't integrate the music into the filmmaking process the way that they should. Music, sound, music soundtrack, and what's happening on the screen should be going hand in hand at all times. That should be a close collaboration between the composer, the director, and the cinematographer. All these things should be threaded together. And if the music isn't having the impact, then that means there's an aspect of the movie that is weakened And one of the strongest things that move that movies have as a medium is the combination of, of of different is a combination of different art forms. You have visual, you have sound, you have movement all together. And if one of them isn't being utilized to its best capability, then it's, it's like having like a flat wheel on a car. It's not going to ride the way that it should.
0: 100%. The pushback I'll give to that is I don't think it's that composers are getting worse. I think that, directors are hamstringing them too much
2: that's the thing um because no, directors, no, directors not because directors
0: the directors come in with uh soundtracks from other movies they lay over their scenes since that editing music. is so easy nowadays with like a mm-hmm. computer the directors will edit themselves using scores from other movies and then they'll go to the composer and be like here make it sound like this and yeah, that's the issue honestly you, the issue is the get, composer you're... isn't allowed to be creative and look at the story and say, okay, what belongs here? No, the director is telling the composer, here's what I think belongs here and this is how you have to do it. So follow what I did already. Yeah. And I think that's the big issue. Yeah.
2: Don't get me started. Oh, I know we can go music. off, but don't get me started <laughs> on temp music. Temp music is the death of of, of, of cinema scoring. Honestly, at the we
0: will probably do a full episode on music in movies because I feel like we could both I could give a perspective, yeah. but you have a completely different perspective than yeah, I do.
2: You, yeah. You know a, a lot more about film, I think, than I do. Like, I, I, I have my fair share, but I know a lot more about music, utilizing music, music soundtrack, because there were a few classes I took in yeah. college so far. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah it's nothing against James Horner. I think he did a fine job of of writing themes and writing potential motifs throughout this. I think the main theme being used when it's
0: used the main theme works I feel like when yeah. it's used with Spider-Man swinging especially jumping ahead because I had this in the notes the final swing
1: uh, of wow.
0: James Horner's music mm. brilliant there. Yeah. Like it gave me goosebumps watching the movie. But we can talk about the final swing more in a sec. Let's finish talking yeah. about the end battle here. So the Lizard mm-hmm. and Spider-Man fight, um, once again, um, his oh. fighting ability, the spider aspect, how they have the unique abilities. JP?
2: <laughs> we have another shot of Spider-Man falling and kicking the villain's ass, which I can't remember if I mentioned this in the oh last my God. video. <laughs> yes, yes. Every single <laughs> Spider-Man movie, except for like, uh, uh, the ones that we've seen, except for The Amazing Spider-Man 2, has a scene where the where the villain and Spidey are falling and he's kicking their ass. There's like three of them. There's like four of them in, in Spider-Man 3 and Raimi's Spider-Man 3. There's like three of them in Spider-Man 2. There's like several in Spider-Man 1. It's like, why is this such a motif? Would you please stop with the same shot? I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> all right.
0: And then I love this moment when the lizard has him pinned down, and crushes his web shooters. It's cliche, but I love how he goes, Poor Peter Parker, all alone. And I like Captain Stacy coming in and saying he's not alone because I think Whoa. it fits. It's like, yeah. it may be cheesy, but I think I it like really it. works yeah. with the growth those two characters have had with one another.
1: Poor Peter
2: Parker picked a pack of prickly peppers, a prickly pack of prickly peppers, Peter Pip, P- Peter Parker, poor Peter, Peter, Peter! <laughs> I, okay, and then, and then the lizard
0: um, stabs Captain Stacy, um, and Spider-Man's able to change out the uh, antidote for the lizard turning formula, whatever we're calling it. Um, I, I love the little green... I love the grin the lizard does when the thing shoots in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this down. It's I don't know why. It's just like the VFX face, for whatever reason, like
2: the way it contorted, it just stood out to me. <laughs> so Speaking of that antidote, one of my favorite moments in that in that scene that we were talking about before where the lizard gets the the machine from Gwen Stacy. Um is, like, how he just grabs it and leaves and doesn't hurt Gwen, but then as soon as he leaves, like, the computer's, like, antidote complete. And I feel like he should have been, like, Anna, what now? The fuck? <laughs> He's us, I
0: ain't writing it down, but yeah, I did mention that to Jacob. Yeah, I'm like, Man, this, was a, this guy was a dumbass.
1: was? <laughs> he was a dumbass okay someone with uh, the motivation of turning everyone into lizards is a dumbass i mean that's fine mean, come on and the, and the thing is i don't think the, the, turning people into lizards wasn't even his original intention when he made the freaking like uh, it was no it wasn't it just, it's, just like, it's just like he was like okay i can make a happy little accident with this shit, and i can make this my, my my master plan you know? I All can right. help people by turning them into lizards instead of helping we, them like, by regrowing their limbs. Yeah. No, the
2: original plan was to heal Norman Osborne And oh my god, we f- I forgot to mention this, when they were gonna, when you refused human trials, and the Indian dude was like, I guess we'll have to just test it on the veterans' hospital. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Dude! Right. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Um, why is everyone in this movie? Why is
2: every villain in the Amazing Spider Man like, duology so comically evil?
0: Twisting <laughs> on the mustache villains. Yeah. Okay, here's another piece of evidence I feel that the film was cut to hell. So the lizard um, falls down, Spider Man falls along with the Gemini machine and the um, yeah. antenna. But then he reverts to Connors and catches Peter, saves him still, even though he ruined his plan. I feel like there were more scenes like like building up this relationship. It feels like it's paying off something that's not in this movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then okay, going to Captain Stacy's death. Um, he they makes, were... Pete, yeah, he makes Peter promise um to leave Gwen out of his Spider-Man escapades. He should have um, <laughs> Should have listened. Dennis Leary's finest hour in this movie, honestly. It always stuck in my head as a kid. I, I don't know why, but he acted yeah. it really well, I feel.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think it's... Also, Andrew in that scene, again, phenomenal act. Andrew is... I think, look, Andrew's I, like, amazing. I, I like... I like Tom Holland. Different. I think Maguire's good for what he does. Andrew is the, I think, arguably the best actor we've had to portray Spider-Man. Look, no, look, not even I'm not saying I'm not saying the best Spider-Man, the best actor. Like Oh,
1: 100%. Outside of oh, Marvel I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's yeah, been nominated
0: yeah. for an Oscar already. He's going to get it again this year probably. I haven't watched Tick Tick Boom yet, I but still I need to
1: watch Tick Tick Boom. You need God, to watch.
0: It. I hear he's really good in it. Okay. So, we cut back to the Parker residence and I wrote this down cuz it's hilarious. So there, there's a news report of Kirk Connors uh being taken to prison and it says Kirk Connors is now beyond, <laughs> behind bars and it's like the curtains are covering Kirk Connors. So I'm like, this is too on the nose, man. I, yeah. get- <laughs> I guess it's curtains for Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> the curtains look like bars. They made the curtains <laughs> look like bars. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like oh. he was behind
1: bars, literally.
0: <laughs> <so> okay, <laughs> And here, once again, I think this Aunt May knows he's Spider-Man. All right. They don't pay this off in the second movie, but come on. He shows up, beat up to hell, injured, and they silently look at each other. He pulls out the egg, the eggs, and they hug. I feel like he has to have like some sort of inkling that he's fighting. Maybe
2: him. a bit. I have written for this scene uh, again. They underutilize an actors of Sally Field's caliber horribly. Aunt May is hardly present in this movie. Everyone yeah. in this cast is being wasted. They're not being used to their full potential. Honestly. Honestly, you look look no farther than Martin Sheen to see how this movie failed, how this movie's writers failed its actors, like, honestly. Yeah. They, they, these actors were ready for so much more, and they wanted to give so much more, and it's so clear in their performance of the material that they're given, and you should have had rewrites after you, you saw what you were working with and been like, okay, no, we can give them more. They can handle more.
0: But they did give them some because then you get the Gwen Peter scene and then Emma and Andrew after uh, Captain Stacy's funeral and their little breakup scene. Yeah. I mean, that just shows you how good these two actors were. Yeah. And it makes sense how much they've been nominated at this point. Both of them. Emma's won. Like, looking back at this now, you're like, oh, it makes sense. They're, they're amazing. Not, yeah,
2: This is the same person who played Oscar winning role Cruella. In the 2020s. Very funny. <laughs> she's winning the Oscar this year. Everyone, yeah, yeah, Everyone's pulling Stewart, for Christian Stewart as Diana Spencer. Bullshit. But this, again, Bullshit. is like
1: another <laughs> parallel to, like, the Raimi trilogy. Because, like, in the first movie, again, um, um, MJ and Peter, like, they're, they're like, they, they, they understand that they love each other. But they're like, oh, no. And Peter, like, pushes her away, right? Mm-hmm. Again, for some reason, I don't know why they like doing this in the first movie. Of the of the trilogies, but like <laughs> Peter just has the tendency to push his love interest away at the end of the movie. I wish, honestly, I do wish he would have. And this is something we'll talk
2: about in my in my T A S M two rewrite. But I wish that what it would have been is that he would have like ignored Captain Stacy from the get go and just kind of like lived with that with oh, that screwed, inkling in his head.
0: They screwed up with the ending. They shouldn't have gotten oh, yeah. back oh. together. I think Mark so, Webb and everyone realized that. Like because it doesn't work because yeah. what would have made sense is that this breakup scene happens and then you cut to the final you cut the uncle Ben's voicemail which is really good done by uh Michael Sheen or it's, yeah the Martin, voicemail Martin Sheen
2: Michael Sheen, Michael Sheen Martin Sheen
0: the voice <laughs> Uncle Ben's voicemail really good really powerful stuff and then Both you cut teams. to the then you cut to the final swing you don't show the promises shit which pisses me off.
2: I think I hate that. But I think they should just not have broken up in the first place and Peter just because, Well, this is something we'll talk about later. Yeah. This is just cuz of the way that the second movie then carries on with this plot line. If we're talking about this movie on its own, they should have stayed separated. If that was going to be the if that was going to be the path they were going to take, they should Okay. So,
0: Final Swing, I think the best of the franchise. Right? Yeah. Also or, that, or that, or that like I, any, fran- any Spider-Man franchise I should say
2: uh, almost it was immediately outdone by the next movie's opening though
0: but that's like movie close i guess oh
2: yeah 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 um i was going to say this right before that scene starts where you see new york the new york skyline through his lens and then it zooms out what they saved? They saved all the best shots of this movie for this final swing. Honest to God, there were so many amazing moments in, that, in that, scene.
0: The very final shot where it like freezes and he shoots the web out slowly. It's so good. As it goes to the credits. Magnifique. It's so good,
2: Magnifique.
0: I wish that was the last impression of this movie, but then there's that dumbass post-credit scene in this movie.
2: Oh shit! I didn't even watch. There's that. a mid-credit
0: scene. Um, it's that stupid guy with the hat. You don't know his name in this, but the guy who shows up at the end of the second one. He's like asking Lizard, "Did you tell the boy about his father?"
2: Oh,
0: and the I lizard's like, "You that. should leave
2: him alone." I forgot about that. I I literally just stopped watching that after, as soon as that was. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
0: But yeah, they did set up. They did set up the sequel. All oh. right, Jacob. Any final thoughts on the final sequences of this movie or final swing?
1: Uh. Like, I think we touched on this earlier, but like, just like the the display of, of Spider-Man swinging and then also like using his surroundings more to like, just like, I don't know, more effectively like move through the city you know like bouncing off the walls and stuff like that uh, i think jonathan said something about going through the fire escapes and stuff like that that, that stuff I, I don't know that it, that's something that it, the other trilogies just haven't done right i guess him just, launching
2: himself right. out of the crane was also really cool oh like, yes. yeah we've seen, we seen the slingshot move from from Toby spider-man but the fact that he did it do like this like that too dude it was it's I like, that,
0: like a launch, launching like of a sled almost. Yeah,
2: you know. it's just I don't know, that last thing, that last swinging scene just made me geek the hell out. Like, yeah.
0: Alright, boys. Um, any final thoughts on this movie?
2: Both uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies and with monologues from uh, dead people.
0: I did notice that after watching it <laughs> I think unfortunately for Andrew's uh, Spider-Man, I feel like it would have probably continued. If they would have kept going through the series, all right. Do you believe
2: that they were gonna bring Captain Stacy back to life? By the way, and they were gonna do do the they were
0: gonna do the effing clone saga.
2: Oh mistake! (laughs) literally the the most hated spot. No, that's a lie. What? They were gonna uh, bring Gwen
0: and Captain Stacy back. They were gonna do like the full ass clone saga.
2: (sighs) Yes, I was gonna say. I was going to say the worst Spider-Man comics, but second worst, right next to One one More Day.
0: Careful, they might actually homage some of that in the new movie.
2: Oh, God. This is a a message to Kevin Feige. If I see a single inkling of One More Day in this, I am going to find your place of residence, and I am going to slap you.
0: (laughs) All right, boys. Final scores for this first amazing Spider-Man movie out of 10. Mm. Jacob, you go first.
1: I'm going to say six and
0: a half or seven.
2: Okay. Uh, JQ? Uh, I give it a six out of ten. A lot of great stuff happening here, but a lot of equally very bad stuff that I do not like happening at the same time.
0: I would go same as Jacob in the range of six and a half to seven um, out of ten. All right. That concludes today's episode of Pop Cultural Quintessentials with Cube. Uh, next time we will be talking about the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which I, I know we movie. all have a lot to say about that.
2: I have literally uh, my 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 true believers. I've got pages of this shit in front of me. I got pages of notes on oh, Amazing God. Spider-Man Two. I am tearing into this movie. I am massacring this movie. We are rebuilding
1: it.
0: All right, and as a final sign-off, Jonathan, I'll put you on the spot. Come up with something.
1: Yeah, come up with something, Jonathan. You have to come on, come on, use that big brain of yours. Hmm. Let's see. Don't, don't turn around.